Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Fine. I've now re- only now realized which podcast we're taping. <laughs> there are so many. There are, I guess, two main ones. <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about Guaco Man. He got a Blaco Man. Yeah. He ate something that was not a Taco Man. Also, this is a no rules one. Mm-hmm. It's an update. Yep. It is okay. <laughs> Just make sure. We're on the same page now. We are frog protection. Frog yes. protection. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, literally, while we were recording the last podcast, Guac had a Brillo pad in his belly. Yeah. It, it had not been there for long, but it was there. No. And then after the podcast, I was cleaning up the sink. Wait, let's and... start at the beginning. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Sorry, sorry. Right. Spoilers. <laughs> he ends up with a Brillo pad in his stomach. <laughs> So on Tuesday, this all happened on Wednesday. On Tuesday night, I made queso for dinner. Mm. And I was a little impatient making the queso, which means I left the burner on warmer than I normally would do because it makes the queso faster. But it also means that a little bit burns to the bottom of the pan, which I don't care about at all because GR Dad does the dishes. So he has to deal with the burnt on stuff. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) so on... Uh, that was on Tuesday, and so he let it soak overnight, and on Wednesday he was cleaning it, and uh, he got a Brillo pad out to get the cheese off the bottom. Now, this was my old Le Creuset pot, which is now toast because of the Brillo pad. And the cheese. <laughs> you can burn cheese, too, at Le Creuset, but you cannot Brillo the enamel. It's, there's been a history of... Brilloing? A Maybe. Abrasive. <laughs> Abrasiveness. After all this, dear dad and I did have a, a internet conversation look up about how to properly care for enameled pans. And spoiler, it does not include Brillo pads. It, it explicitly excludes them, but whatever. You know, we hadn't had that talk at the time. Really, Brillo pads might be something you don't actually ever really need or should use. Yeah. There's not a lot of stuff. Because if it's got... Teflon, you shouldn't be using Brillo pads either. No, stainless steel. No, I've tried it. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> no. We should maybe just throw that whole box out then. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe it used to be good for like um, cast iron skillets if you seasoned them back again afterwards because it takes I was the say, rust off. It would off. take the seasoning off. Well, but any. They shouldn't get rusty. They should be seasoned so they're not rusty. Hmm. All right. Well, anyway, uh, so Jared had brilloed this pan to get the burnt queso off and uh the brillo pad was sitting in the sink and it was sitting in the sink it's fine we, with, with other dishes and stuff yeah we run the dishwasher at night and so uh it came to dinner time on wednesday and i made basically we made tachos for dinner mm, with the le- leftover stuff from uh from tuesday and swizz is still we're on like day nine of phasing her in on the antidepressants they have not kicked in and shows she is still an anxious freak during dinner if if we try to eat with her around she usually barks herself into a little frenzy if we try to eat without her around she barks herself into a little frenzy because she's not with us there's no winning no so she requires she has to come outside with us and we lock all the other dogs inside and then we feed her one kibble at a time just barely keeping her under freak out level it is very trying. I don't like it, but mm. there's no alternative at this point except to hope those drugs kick in 
eventually and help with it. We, we cut her a lot of slack because of her bad history, but it's really a lot of effort yeah. to, to do what we have to do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I have not enjoyed a calm meal in months because she's just always... No, there was that one time that she was asleep. We got the takeout and she didn't wake up. And it was like... We literally tiptoed around her as she was sleeping and tried to open like the side door to the porch and then slowly closed it. And she, I think like all the other dogs didn't really notice it either, but she was sleeping. Yeah. And deaf, thank God. We were like, oh... It's so relaxing just to be able to eat at like not because I'm always eating like super fast because yeah. you know I just want to get it. So anyway, so we're dealing with Swizz. Everybody else is in here, and Guac of course can get up on the counter. So I had like packed the microwave full of stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. I had put an empty plastic container that had like leftover vegetarian taco meat in the sink. Yeah, um, and we came in. And that was on the floor. So clearly he had gotten up there, pulled that out of the sink, licked the delicious taco juices out of it. And there was a weird mark on the rug. Yeah, which could have been the taco meat, though. I mean, at the time, it it still could have been the taco meat. Yeah. Yeah, so we didn't really think anything of it because he's pulled many things off the counter. And uh, so that was that. And then so I take him out for walks and I... You know, I walk a couple dogs at a time and I get back from one walk and like Giardad's in the kitchen. He's kind of sweating. He's tearing the kitchen up. He looks unhappy. And I'm like, what the heck is the matter with you? Yeah. What the heck was the matter with you? I said, I think I said, I'm missing a Brillo pad. Where is the Brillo pad that was in the sink? It is amazing to me that you have the level of Brillo pad awareness <laughs> to have recognized that it was missing. That's my Brillo pad. <laughs> That's my tool. I mean, we have a whole box of them. You know, I right? use one at a time and I, you know, reuse it and it's a very dear yeah, to my heart yeah. until I throw it away. I'm just, I'm, I'm not critical of that. I'm just saying it's not like there's only one Brillo pad that exists here. For me, there's only one Brillo pad. <laughs> Anyway, GR Dad was like, the Brillo pad is gone. And hey, that weird mark on the rug could have been from the Brillo pad. And it's like, man, it could have been. So we're going through the trash, right? Like picking through the vegetable melee in the trash and transferring it to another bag. Like I'm on the floor, like with the flashlight app on my phone, looking under the stove. It needs to be vacuumed under there, by the way. (laughs) A lot of fur down there. Uh, Just don't do that. (laughs) Uh, We can't find the Brillo pad. Now, Guac is acting completely normal. He, after he ate what turns out to be ate the Brillo pad, he ate his dinner, he ate a carrot. He's showing no signs of distress or trouble. He's carrying a ball around as usual. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, well, it was a burnt queso covered brillo pad i could see why that's attractive to a dog he might not have been the one that ate it though like he would be the only one who could get it out of the sink but if he pulled it out anybody but swizz could also have eaten it it's like the powdered sugar incident where vank was a beneficiary or maybe all the dogs yeah yeah and so you know normally when a dog eats something that they shouldn't have assuming it's not like pointy you give them hydrogen peroxide and they puke it back up and we've done that many times yeah, not as easy as it sounds and not as uninvolved as that just sounded. It's a pretty violent process. It's, it's not fun, but yeah. it doesn't hurt them. 
they works. don't like it. It works. Yeah. Uh, and, but like a Brillo pad, I mean, one, like that's a big thing. I don't want it to get stuck on the way back up. You know, the pound of coffee, chocolate covered espresso beans that Kay ate that one time, like those come up in little bits. Hops, I think, ate some chocolate. What did, didn't we just have to make hops puke a couple months ago? A couple months ago? We had to give somebody hydrogen peroxide. <sighs> Remember we had him out on the yard? Was it Riley? Mm-mm, it was more recent than that. Anyway, yeah. So, so yeah, we've, we've done it before, but I was like, I don't, I don't know about the Brillo pads. So I called the vet and I'm like, we're missing a Brillo pad. And they thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, can I just give him hydrogen peroxide? And they're like, let me get the vet. And the vet's like, no, because it's like really abrasive and it could like lacerate his esophagus on the way back up. And, uh, you know, bring him in, like, we'll do an x-ray. And I'm like, well, what do you have to do? And she's like, well, you know, if he tore it into pieces, we can basically give him this thing that like coats everything in the stomach and induce vomiting and have him puke it back up. But if he swallowed it whole, then we have to do surgery. And I was like, okay, well you can just stick a tube down there and grab it and pull it back out. She's like, no, cause that's basically the same as him puking up. It's going to abrade it. So we have to like cut him open and go in there and pull it out. <sighs> All right. So I like, it's like nine, nine 30. That's not next door. No, it's an hour drive drive him up to the vet and you know you get a, you can't go into the vet anymore so they have somebody come out get him from the car bring him in i get to hang out in the car and wait but you know fortunately it's like after hours right so they just take him back they do the x-ray and they're like yep there's a brillo pad in there and i'm like well thank god it's him because otherwise i i would have had to bring the three other dogs up and just get him x-rayed in turn no kidding probably yeah. vink first then hops then brody for like most to least likely to have stolen the Brillo pad. Yeah, and not Swizzle because she was with us the whole time. She has an alibi. Yeah, otherwise she would have been top on the list. Oh, yeah, she's a snarfer, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, it was in Guac, and so they're like, yeah, you know, it's whole, so we have to do the surgery. I'm like, okay. Like, (laughs) yeah, do the surgery. So they... uh, Here we go. Yep, they're like, we have two other surgeries to do tonight, so other emergency surgeries. Uh, So... They're like, we'll do him. Do you want us to call? And I'm like, yeah, otherwise, you know, I won't, I'll just be like worried. So, uh, I stayed up until two and, uh, finally managed to go to sleep and they called it like four and it went fine. But, uh, yeah. So they had to like cut his whole undercarriage open, (sighs) cut the stomach open. And fortunately he had just eaten it. So it was just kind of sitting in the bottom of his stomach. Uh, it hadn't, you know, gone into his intestines. Like, I mean, they can die from stuff like that. Stuff goes necrotic. It gets oh, yeah. blocked. It, it is amazing how, I don't want to say routine, but how matter of fact they were yeah. about it. Not, not like, oh my God, this is, because it is, they could have, it should have been, it's a very serious thing. The thing is, usually you don't notice until they get the blockage. Like with Kesa, right? When she had this a couple of years ago, it's like, so she didn't eat for a week. And then, all right, we finally like get an x-ray and then, my vet couldn't see it on the x-ray because it wasn't metal. Right. And then, you know, went to a specialist who was going to do an ultrasound, but they, you know, the radiologist could kind of see it on the x-ray. And then she had the surgery. But usually when it gets like that, like parts of the colon or the stomach can be necrotic because the blood flow gets cut off or it can get twisted. Like they can die from it. Bleed, yeah. Yeah, it can perforate it. Uh, So it's, it's serious. If GR Dad did not have like such 
high levels of Brillo pad awareness, we totally would have been there. <laughs> I guess if I had a little bit more awareness ahead of time, I would have thrown away the Brillo pad and it well, wouldn't have been an attractive nuisance. Now we have new new rules in yeah, the kitchen, which you can, is... You can see it either way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're still working on the nothing on the counter rule. Like, you're pretty good, but you forget sometimes. Yeah. I found a loaf of bread up there. A loaf of bread, yeah. That would have been super attractive. Yeah. That would have just made somebody really full, though. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Not, not, yeah, that's right. That's not... But I didn't realize... Yeah, I've, I've been good about food, <laughs> not about Brillo pads. But now you, now you're just like, okay, sponges, okay, also out. No sponge, like nothing on yeah. the counter, which is actually how I like it. I like the really minimal. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna counter. get there. We have a lot of food these days of of things that we need to eat. I'm fine with having like citrus in a fruit bowl. Like one, we know they're not gonna eat that, and two, if he eats five apples, like fuck it, it's fine. Yeah, that's that's the thing. He like went right past the apples. Yes. And past the you know avocado, which all would have been fine to eat and delish, and just and get this nasty got wet spongy pad. soapy Brillo pad. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, He's not that smart. <laughs> I mean, he got this delicious treat. Uh, not a good treat. <laughs> So uh, anyway, he's gonna be fine. What did? And I'm sorry. What did the surgeon say at four in the clock in the morning? Where she's like, "Oh, did he have sweet potato too?" Oh yeah, she's like, "Yeah, we took out the Brillo pad, and then there was also a bunch of undigested sweet potato." I'm like, "It was carrot." <laughs> she's like, "Oh, it smelled like sweet potato." <laughs> Weird detail. I also was like, I mean, I, I had fallen asleep, so uh, you know, I was. I'm very good at sounding hyper aware when i answer the phone in the middle of the night but i my brain was still not all with it and i was like okay so how long does he need to recover from this like how long until he can do stuff again because that is going to be a project for the next two weeks like keep him calm so his like he's got staples in his belly right like he's not allowed to run around uh and she's like yeah two weeks i'm like okay i'm like he's my running partner and she's like yeah i could tell he's really athletic like you can see his heart and it's he's super athletic and i'm like what are you doing up there at his heart just looking around <laughs> maybe she went on the x-ray uh, but she's like oh yeah he's a really athletic dog so that was sort of interesting he's a horse he's built like a horse <laughs> I, I was looking back at the uh at the thread from Queso's for an object incident. And they, they also had commented like, oh, her internals are like a much younger dog. Like, oh, her organs look great. Yeah, I remember we, we were thinking about that. We, we thought we thought of that for a year afterwards. We were like, oh, she's super young she's on the inside. good organs. Got a great liver, you know. They did. Her liver looks good. Her kidneys yeah. are nice and smooth. They're all, they must just like, well, let's check everything out while we're in here. <laughs> get, get a flashlight in here. Let's look around. <laughs> she got it open. You may as well make sure there's I mean, nothing else going wrong. It's not, not bad, right, to see if there's like any growths or lumps or stuff. Yeah. That's fine, probably, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, <sighs> So yeah, 12 to 14 days to make the appointment to get the staples out. And uh, yeah, he's been very mellow today because I'm sure he's still, you know, in some pain and not feeling great. But I think a few more days and he's going to be jumping all over and trying to run around and it's going to be a real Yeah, process. right now he hasn't even really tried hard to go in the water or anything. He's really, he just, yeah, he's he not goes out. In the water. And then he just goes straight to the elevator and is like, I'm okay with the elevator today, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's not going to be able to run in the yard. No water. Water's going to be the 
That's the biggest no-no. I mean, that's the thing, right? He can just like go out and pee and then he has to come back in. Or you say no eating it. grass either, which has been okay. He's not a huge grass eater, but no. yeah, no but eating grass. Even the rolling around in the grass. Not allowed. No. No. Do the business back in the house. Uh, so there, you can, there's a medicine called trazodone, which you can give him that's a sedative. Um, and our regular vet, like our vet who's there during the day, I'm like, I need some trazodone. And he wrote it down, but they forgot to give it to us. So once it gets crazy, I will go up and get some of that. So, uh, so yeah. Anyway, that's the story of the guac. Oh, they didn't give us the Brillo pad either. I, you know, I forgot to ask for it that night when I was up there, you know, like dropping him off because I was much more worried about my poor boy. Yeah. And, uh, and the next day I'm like, hey, do you guys still have the Brillo pad? And they're like, oh, I don't see it around here. I'm like, I don't want anybody to go through the trash, but if you have it, I want it. <laughs> but I didn't get it. So and there's probably like hygiene reasons where they're like, we don't really like to give out the porn objects. Although with Case, how they did. Oh, yeah. I dissected it. You did the whole like. That yeah. video is also, I just, I retweeted colander, that whole thread. Colander, uh, yeah, dissection. You know, it was like, like searching for gold or whatever they do with it. The, <laughs> yeah, that's with right. The, with the, trying to get the dirt <laughs> away from the gold. Panning, panning for gold. You were panning for foreign objects. Uh, so I want to share a Twitter name at Marissa J. Koloski tweeted the best tweet I, and normally I don't <laughs> quote people, but this was like public and it's so good that she deserves a lot of credit. Yeah. She modified my Guaco Man song to say, Guaco Man, that's not a Taco Man. He had a Blocko Man, gave us a Shaco Man. <laughs> <laughs> it has brought me so good. much joy uh, <laughs> because I have, I have worked hard to find the Guaco Man rhymes. He ate a, a Rocco Man, go there's for a, a Waco Man. There's a lot of Guaco Man rhymes. It's great. He met a Croco Man. <laughs> I had not thought of Blocko Man or Shaco Man. Shaco Man is really good. They're so good. So, yeah. Melissa, great job. I've been singing your version of the song quite a bit today. <laughs> Gave us a Shaco Man. Yeah. So, anyway... There you go. That is the Glock situation. He's just fine. confirms that he ain't right. I mean, that was just a bad decision. Man, does he love me, though. Like, that dog yeah. has been physically touching me all day. Like, I walk around, and he's just, like, got his side right up against my leg. He's a boyfriend. He loves me. He does. Yeah. He does. He's a, and he's a great running partner. He's such a good yeah. running pal. Uh, and we went for a run, like, that day before he ate the Brillo pad. He was probably like, oh, I'm so hungry after running whatever those three Don't and a half miles. I think that's what it was. I need that Brillo pad. He goes through the sink regardless. It's true. So yeah, we're we're working like with, on ourselves with the new rules of keeping everything off the counter. Uh, and he'll be fine. And luckily he's not frantically trying to lick at the at the incision or anything like that. So so far he's got no uh no cone. We're keeping an eye on him. Yeah, we uh You'll see in the snaps tomorrow that we have some equipment coming to help so we don't have to put him in the cone, but we'll be able to stop him from licking. Um, though, yeah, he hasn't shown any interest in licking it so far. He's licked some of the other, like, shaved parts because, you know, they always, every dog does that after surgery. They feel weird. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it feels like a little itchy and yeah. raw. Um, but, yeah, so that's been good. And, uh, yeah, fortunately, my I was texting with my mom and she's like one of her dogs that had surgery she's like you need to buy this thing is the best thing then they don't have to wear the cone and they can't look at lick at it and i was like purchased done 
We also purchased for the kitchen. I'm like, how am I going to do this? Because we can't, like, you stop a dog from countersurfing by catching them. And we, the problem is we can't catch him because Swizzle needs so much. She needs full attention and it's still, like, just barely working. And I'm like, what can, like, what can I get? Like, I don't want to get a shock collar. You know, one of my friends has a, a thing like that, you know, kind of like an invisible fence, but it has an in, there's indoor stuff. So you, like, put this little device in the kitchen and then if they get too close to it, it does a little vibrate thing on them. But I kind of, I don't mind having them in the kitchen. I just don't want them up. So I found this thing that, like, they make mats, like like a doormat kind of mat um, that you can, like, put on your couch. So if you're a person who, for some reason, doesn't want your dog on your couch, you put the mat on the couch. And they make big ones that are, like, couch-sized and it plugs in and it has like a kind of static electricity kind of charge to it. So they get a little shock, but only if they get on the couch. So it's not like they wear a collar and get it. Uh, and there's, it seems like they're pretty mild. There's like three levels of it. And so they have a few different sizes, but then they also have a four foot long strip that's three inches wide, which is great for like, you know, they show it like if you have like a window ledge that the dog keeps jumping up on and, you know, they can scrape that up or whatever. I mean, we don't care about that kind of thing. You have a bookshelf. Yeah. So they make like small little mats that we could totally put on that bookshelf if that becomes a problem. Um, but I got the four foot long three inch strip that, to put along the edge of the kitchen counter just for like when we're out there with Swiss when we can't catch him it will give him a little shock and I'm going to start with it on the low level. I'm going to shock myself first. Oh, we're going to test it. I know we're totally going to figure yeah. it out ourselves. If we don't, if we can't handle it, then he, then we'll just not use it. Yeah. Um, but whatever. I mean, it was like $45, which is like kind of some money to drop, but whatever, if it keeps him off the counter and usually with those things, it's like they get a couple little shocks and then they're like, well, I'm not doing that stupid thing again. Yeah. So I'm hoping we could have bought a hundred of those for what the, that's Brillo cost. That was literally my thought. I'm like <laughs> 50, you know, if it was like 20 bucks, I wouldn't have hesitated. I'm like 50 bucks. And like, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if I'm going to like it. And I'm like, that just cost me $3,000 that Brillo pet. I can spend another 50 bucks in the whole realm of that to, yeah. to do this. So that will be here. I think this weekend or next week and you guys will see us zap ourselves. And, but you figured out there's really no accidental zapping there because nobody's supposed to be on the counter that's a thing nobody else goes up there and they can't it's yeah i mean that's the thing about like the collar thing that bothers me that they that they're not thinking about it like they just want to be with you they just want to be happy and then it's like why am i not allowed to be with her which i'm allowed to be all the time like why is this space off limits it always i mean i understand why people need spaces that are off limits to the dogs but like i don't really like that and it always makes me sad when we get dogs who are worried that a room is off limits. Like Brody's kind of like that sometimes. It's hard to get him to come in the bedroom. Yeah. There will be times where he just sits outside the bedroom. Yeah. Kesa did that, right? She she really had a hard time figuring out she was allowed to go from room to room or even out on the porch at first because she thought it was a different room. Yeah. And Riley, I mean, he he was like that. He he wouldn't leave the bricks because he thought it was the barrier of the room. (laughs) Different room. Uh, and, And look, those may be dogs who had... I mean, Kesa wasn't allowed in the house, but some of them right. may have had, you know, shock or whatever, invisible fence collars where they'd get zapped and, and so now they're like, right. well, I don't know what the rules are here. So that, I just don't want that. Um, but yeah, with this strip, there's 
no reason to have the feet on the counter. No one will ever accidentally have the feet on the counter for a reason that's acceptable. Right. It's only if you do a thing. Anytime you did that, if we were there, you would get a correction. And so it seems like, okay, so you're going to get this like unpleasant little zap if you do this unpleasant thing that you shouldn't do. That seems fine to me. Because if we were there, we'd yell no and clap and, and make it unpleasant too, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully... This, this will be my first zappy device, but uh, given the situation all around that we can't watch him and we know he'll take stuff. And it yeah, and not the apple. Dopey. And not the apple. No, he'll take the Brillo pad and not the apple. Dopey. I guess that's the other the other solution would be just to put a bunch of steaks out and then he would eat the steaks and there would be control his eating and he wouldn't eat the things he's not supposed to. This is poor science poor yeah it would avoid science. the burlo pad though if there are steaks everywhere <laughs> i i don't think that's true i just figured it out I, this is th- i think outside the box just this is why gr dad's not allowed to hams eat. put hams everywhere <laughs> <laughs> you're forbidden from any training we would solve one problem <laughs> No, he'd eat the hams and then he'd eat the Brillo pad. He'd be full. Come on, those were big hams. I'm sorry. (laughs) Do you remember when he ate the five pounds of kibble? That was like a month ago. He did. He emptied out. You know how big he? Remember how big his belly was? He just he ate the whole bag. Yeah. He ate the whole thing. Uh, We'll have to eat a lot of hams. (laughs) I'm a vegetarian. It would just be for guac. <laughs> you don't have to eat it. I'm opposed to those pigs we're dying putting, for your pseudoscience. We're not going to put tofu hams out. He'll ignore those. <laughs> then we're back to the Brillo pad. He ate a Brillo pad. <laughs> He'd eat a tofu ham. <laughs> Look, if you put a tofu and a Brillo next to each other, the Brillo is looking pretty good. If you put a ham next to a Brillo pad, the ham is the winner. Yeah, Jared, Dad's like treading on thin ice here because I make dinner every night, including tofu once a week probably yeah it's not, this is, none of this is about me it's, it's about delicious quiet. it is delicious totally tofu. Is. <laughs> oh my god so anyway guacamole <laughs> oh his head's on my foot i was like where is he it's the warm head on my he's foot. not growling for once because he's kind of still pretty banged up yeah uh but he's he's doing okay so he can he's, jump up on the bed at bedtime it's okay Yep, he's not supposed to jump, but we're not going to stop that. He didn't get up there last night. He stayed on the floor last well, night. Was... He was still kind of drugged last night. He he was like, oh, man, what's going on? It's better than uh, Chief Brody, who just like, you'll be lying there trying to sleep, and he'll stick his giant head in your face. He'll go, <laughs> and, then I'll, and then if you don't really react and he sees an opening, the big paws come up. And it's just the front paws, and then his face is in your face. Yeah, he's not strong enough to get up there. He doesn't get up there. And then it's impossible for me to get out of the bed because his paws are on my chest. So I have to get out of bed, walk <laughs> around to the other side, pick up Chief Brody's butt, put him in the bed, and then he lays down on my side, which I have vacated to put him up there, and then i got to spin <laughs> him does, around. He does. He lays across all yeah. the bed, yeah. <laughs> and then he makes noises. He's he a does. very, he's a grumbler. He makes noises when he wants to get up. He makes noises when he's up there. (laughs) He's adorable, too, though. He's got that happy, hopeful face. I love him. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, there you go. There's the No Rules episode with the Guaco Blocko update. Oh. Guaco Man. He got a Blocko Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, you'll get some more updates next week in the With Rules podcast. Everyone uh, else is fine. Yep, everybody's doing good. 
Uh, we're after this going to record a murders in paradise about ghosts, not about murders. So uh, <gasps> if you need more GR content, there'll be a new murders in paradise. If you can handle it. Spooky ghosts. Handling it. They're all like the guy went into the bathroom and there was a ghost at the end. He heard strange noises from next door. It was creepy. The, the end. end. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you got that to look forward to. Great. Yeah. This is not. These are not ready for movie stories. <laughs> well, everyone, thanks for tuning in and for rooting for Guaco Man. And until next week, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Don't bite anyone unless they ask you. To. Bye. Bye. <laughs>